Yeah. Anything can happen on Halloween. Do you ever see that as a kid growing up, The Littlest Witch on Disney Channel? No. Tim Curry, he's like the king of the vampires. Really? Your microphone went out. We're off to a great start. Nope, completely silent. It's a good chance to do this, though. Dick is fixing his microphone. This is not a test. This is your emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of a weekly podcast sanctioned by the government of Wonderland. Swear words of class 4 and lower have been authorized for use during the podcast. All other swear words are restricted. Wonderland officials of ranking 10 have been granted immunity from the podcast and shall not be harmed. Commencing at the siren, any and all crime, including murder, will be legal for two continuous hours. Police, fire, and emergency medical services will be unavailable until the podcast concludes. Blessed be our Wonderland leaders in America, a nation reborn. LIW The Twilight Zone Review is now in effect. Submitted for your approval. Bikini Bottom, teeming with life and many strange tales. The story you're about to see happened on one very weird and unusual day when the town crossed over into the tidal zone. children. Always responsible, always dependable. Time and dreams sacrificed to family and duty. Rosemarie, soon to receive a gift of time, offered by one who can least afford it. A first fleeting glimpse into the Twilight Zone. Welcome to LAW The Twilight Zone Review, episode 398 for TZ85's 123B. Grace, no, I'm Phoenix West. Hopefully Dick's mic is working. Mama, can you hear me? There we go. Okay, good. Was he reciting a poem? All the time in the world for this dumb bitch who sings opera when opera is pretty much no one gives a shit. Why do we care about this episode? We really don't. It's filler. Good night, everybody. Yes, it's end of the season, and we're here to just wrap it up. wonder why it only lasted two more. Technically, one more. Is this the end of the season? Yes, this is episode 123. Oh, my God. Yeah, in this episode... I'm going to be a Broadway star! It's part B, the first part being the remake of Shadowplay. Interesting. And we saw that one, didn't we? We did. We watched it the same night as the original Shadowplay. Was that the one with... Separate week. Yes. Oh, that's right. It's the one where he's on trial and it's a dream. Peter Coyote. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Really? This was the B side. Yes. Oh man, that's that's rough. So like that. that I mean, it wasn't as good as the original, but 
Shadow Play, the, the oh, remake, is still a solid episode. It's fine. And then yeah, you get this shit idea. after. How this long was that episode? No fucking... I thought it was longer than that. I, I guess not. Usually the B-side is the short one if the first one's a real episode, but they're both full episodes. Yeah. I, it, maybe it was an hour. Maybe it was... Oh, because maybe season finale, it's an hour long, maybe? Was um, that what you were trying to do? No, there's one more after this. What? Yeah. There's three? There's hundred. There's 24 shit. episodes this year, so... Oh, shit. This is episode 23. I don't... I have no explanation as to why there's two. That's so bizarre. Two full episodes together, but... Grace Note, the most pathetic episode of this series... I have a few notes, and I, I... There's not much to it. My only real note is there's the real estate agent from Ghostbusters is in it. Plays her mom. That's right! That's it. We'll take it. This place is great! I was like, where does I? Where do I know her from? You're right. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even make that connection. You're totally right. I want to pull her up. What? Were you going to show... Was that Ghostbusters? No, no, this is... <laughs> This is the mom. She's super irritating in this, too, the mom. She is awful. Let me find oh, my God, there's stuff. We're there tonight. All right, here she is. This place should be condemned. This episode should be condemned. See if she needs anything before dinner. Oh, and look in on Mary. She's been restless all day. Why is this handheld? I don't know. that. God, set looks like Remco built it. <laughs> how was your day? Oh, how do you think it was? I finished sewing that dress for Mrs. Cardinale, and all she could do was complain about the letter. This is oh, I'm hey. Italian stereotype. Oh, all I kept thinking about during this whole episode was the Nick Cage share uh, movie, the Norman yes, Jewison Moonstruck. Moonstruck. Yeah, that's all I could think about this entire episode. Oh, I heard a, a good uh, bit from um, Tom Segura, uh, Segura, an old the podcast episode, where he's talking about Nick Cage. They're talking about a host of SNL, and he had like an opening he's line like in the monologue, and they they didn't record it because they thought it was just too offensive. So he said, um, he said, "I just finished Moonstruck, which is cool because I got to see Cher's butt, and now uh, I'm doing." Um, um, uh, honeymoon in Vegas, where I get to see Sarah, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker's boobs constantly. So, and then they said, "Hey, uh, well, actually, Nick, come here." He goes, "You know, I think that might be offensive." And he goes, "What do you mean?" And he goes, "I, mean, I like boobs. Funny, right? Boobs, but yeah, yeah, it's funny. But think about this: your cousin Sophia, would you like it, Sophia Coppola? Would you like it if somebody said?" I got to see her boobs all day, and it was great. Just, oh, oh, no. Oh, that's awful. Oh, my God. You must think I'm, I'm the worst human being on the planet. Dude, bro. No, no, no. He was, he was like totally he was like aghast at what he did. He goes, oh, I'm so sorry. That's hilarious. Fix her up her opportunity, that's, that's all. This is very blurry, but it's her. What do you think, Ian? I think this building should be condemned. Uh, that's why he's my second favorite Not Ghostbuster. Yet. That is her. That is her for sure. She's yeah. Ghostbuster, uh, Realtor. It's like right about the same this... era. It's only two years after Ghostbusters. Yeah, and that's as far as her career went. She has the same hair. 
Oh my god. Oof. There's uh, oh, fire no. my agent. Her name is Rhonda Gemignani. Oh my god. Jesus Christ. She was also in The Man Who Wasn't There. Oh. She was in a show, show called Charlie Grace. She was in the show Episodes. Of Ma- with, she played Mrs. LeBlanc, so I'm guessing that's Matt's mom. Wow. She was on Just Shoot Me the She's... whole time. Was she? Yeah. She must have worked in The Office or something. She just, just looked like she did every single uh, sitcom there was. Who's the boss? How many? How many uh, what's her credit number? Um, 61. That's it? Well, I yeah. guess if you're on Just Shoot Me... For a hundred plus episodes, you're set. You don't really have to do much after that. She was on Moonlight, Moonlighting. Oh, there you go. Moonstruck, Moonlighting. So she, that's too close for me. Uh, it's all one. It's all <laughs> part of the plan. She, oh, conspiracy. Her first thing if was I General say, Hospital. Why are we talking about if her? I say, <laughs> if I say a character actress is going to be Italian in this episode, nobody panics. <laughs> She stars in a movie with Nick Cage. Everybody panics. Everybody loses their mind. Everybody loses their mind. It's fair. I believe in chaos. I believe in acting chaos. Nick Cage is an agent of chaos. (laughs) Nick Cage. He's a beautiful mind of chaos. He's still alive and I'm dead. What the fuck? Yeah. Who would have thought that would have played out that way? Well, you know, (laughs) drugs. That'll do it. And the Olsen twins. Nick Cage stayed away from them. <laughs> Partly because he's decades on. older than them, but... That'll help. That'll help. I don't know. They're, they're, their physicality, they might be just as old, if not older, than Nick Cage. Just by physically speaking. You ever see that? Partying. <laughs> I'll pull it up. Uh, it's a picture of the Olsen twins, and it says, The Olsen twins look like one of them knows how you will die, and the other one knows when. <laughs> like, yeah. That's perfect. Ah. Oh, God. That's funny. Oh, man. Yeah, so this episode is essentially a woman is a struggling opera singer. Eh? Eh? Here it is. And uh, and uh, her sister is sick. It, it reminded me of the Simpsons episode. Oh, God, there it is. <laughs> the Olsen twins look like one of them know how you die and the other one knows when, uh, when you die. Look at that, it's true. Ugh, they're creepy. This one's clearly how, this one's clearly when. <laughs> you can tell this by it's looking so, at them. It's, it's so weird that Elizabeth Olsen is like their younger sister. And she's like the hottest one. Yeah. She like Elizabeth got, Olsen is stunning. Somehow, the well, the, with those two coming out, there's a, apparently a ton of nutrients left in that womb. So Apparently, yeah, they didn't malignant themselves. God damn. you imagine if the, if the Olsen twins had like Kate... At, was it Kate and Ashley? If Ashley came out of the back of her brain with little stick hands, there's probably like, a, a third and fourth Olsen twin that we're just not aware I re, of. I, I rewatched *Malignant* the other day. It's a great movie. I had to show it to my friend who had never seen it, and I'm like, oh, you, yeah. "You have no idea. You have to. You have to see." Just I, I just went like kind of skimmed through it and got to the jailhouse scene, which is like the greatest scene in American history. Did you um, at least before. watch the opening scene? Yes. Okay. I showed her the opening scene, and then I kind of fast forward. I wanted to show her the part where the woman falls through the roof of the house. Oh yeah, because it was so ridiculous. That I mean, that's that like, was a James Wan scene through and oh through. Oh my god! And again, I was watching. I'm just like, it's shot 
great. Like yeah. James Wan is a good director. He makes it look really interesting and fun. He just takes the stupidest just, script and makes it look interesting. I, 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 $40 million budget for the late <laughs> So was Go that, figure. That Dead Silence movie he did, stupidest script. I will watch it all the time. <laughs> it's one of the greatest films of all. And there's time. some scenes that are like the, the lighting and the, the atmosphere is there. Like this is a legit yeah. movie, but it's like you can't take the script seriously ever. <clears throat> I don't know how he gets away with it because any other like director would have been like in movie jail forever after Dead Silence, and then somehow he got out of it. He got <clears throat> Conjuring. He made him billions of dollars with the Conjuring movies and Aquaman, and so he's yeah. like, you know what? I made you guys like four billion dollars. Can I do this stupid fucking script my wife wrote? I just want to make her happy. Okay, can I just do this really awful script she wrote? Or She's genius. an actress too. By the way, she... Oh, yeah, what's she betting? Part. <clears throat> oh, a billion dollars I made you. She was an Aquaman. She's a fish person, an Aquaman. She voiced a fish as, as, it, as it went by in the background. She's, she's uh, the major crab king of uh, Duke. She wasn't sake. really there, but, you know. In spirit. Her she muse. She's my muse. How about that? Yeah, that's it. She's I'll, I'll put her in the thing. She's terrible in that movie. Oh, oh she's horrible. She's a adorable <laughs> writer, adorable director. She's awful. That's what. But Good her role, I didn't know it was his wife when I watched it, and I was like, her two of her scenes went by, and I go, is she like the craft service lady? Like, oh shit, our actress didn't show up. Yeah, Rhonda, or whatever her name is. Yeah, Rhonda, yeah. get over here. Yeah. Oh, detective, detective Hawaii. Um, whatever that guy was, Kanoa, what was his name? Officer Kanoa. I only noticed because my wife's Hawaiian and our family's Hawaiian, so. Kanoa, Kanoa. <laughs> I think he was more actually, not Pacific Islander, but I think he was like Asian. More, more like uh, Taiwan Chinese. Asian. The name was Hawaiian though. Was it? Okay, maybe it was yeah. Hawaiian. Um, yeah, no, I've seen guys from Hawaii that look like that. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, the um, he's probably born in Hawaii. His name was Kakoa Kakoa Shaw. George Young. He's from England. I had no idea. Oh. What? He's from England? <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck you! Fuck you! This gets weirder fuck and weirder you. the more you look into this. Yeah, yeah. There, there is no such thing as borders anymore. We're all <laughs> we're all one nation. We're all one people now. If he's from England. Jesus Christ, I'm a fucking Japanese girl, geisha girl. There's also a picture where it looks like they drew on a six-pack for him. <laughs> Check this out. He almost looks like Joseph Gordon-Levitt there. A little bit, a little bit. Tiny bit, just for that one second I saw. He's a make, Which, mixed uh, race oh. of Chinese and Greek. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, Grace Note. Oh, right. This episode of Opera. There's a the girl from uh, what is that movie that she was in? Her big role, the Clint Eastwood movie, Pale Rider. The girl from Pale Rider is dying. Is that who that was? Yeah. And oh my god, the older sister wants to be an opera star because apparently that's a huge thing in this family. 
this Italian film, this stereotypical. If if I was Italian, I'd be offended by this episode. It's so stereotypical. Ah, oh, she was a crying for you all night long, and you were gone. What's the matter with you? Oh, Upside no, the head. Massacred her. They massacred my boy. Whoa. The only way that would have been better is if every voice was the same person and they just dubbed over everyone. What's the matter with you? Oh, mama, stop yelling at me. I wouldn't get the cannolis. Oh, I love the cannolis. But your sister's dying. Oh, I know she's dying. This is one stream of nonstop talking. Oh, God. That would be amazing. I would have loved it then. You were going to bring cannolis. You didn't bring cannolis. Oh, come on. Oh, oh. Oh. And then a series of, oh. And then you get the sister in the background. Oh, I'm dying in here. Quiet down. Over here, what the hell are you guys talking about? I thought tomato paste was supposed to prevent the cancer. <laughs> it's just micropene. God damn, I would have loved it if it was more annoying because that would have given me something. Oh, god, real over the top. It was close, though. I don't know. It was, pretty it was just the mom, only the mom was well, like I, that. I thought the dad was kind of the sister and the dad. Well, because the sister is a terrible actress. The dying sister was terrible. You don't remember and her? Isn't from... High Plains Drifter and Pale Rider the same movie? Uh, Pale Very similar. High Plains Drifter is fuck. Is that the one I watched? Is that the it's one High she's Plains in? Drifter. High Plains Drifter is the one with um, Jeffrey Lewis. Which one has Pale Chris, Rider or Chris, is it uh, Pale Rider reversed? See, those two Michael are... Moriarty. Those two you get confused because they're the same fucking yeah. movie. She was in Pell Rider. Pell Rider, okay. Yeah. Because he's, the, he's uh, the reverend in one of them, and then he's just a no-name kind of ghost character. In the, but he's basically a ghost in both movies. He's playing basically a ghost that shoots people in both movies. Uh, in Pell Rider, he's a preacher, comes to town, and then yeah. Chris... Pen, his dad like owns the mine, and they're gonna. Michael Moriarty's in it. That's uh, Pell Rider. Okay, that's Pell Rider. Richard Peel. Yeah. Okay, because right, High Plains Drifter is one with Jeffrey Lewis, and he's and he goes, "Who are you?" Yeah. And he just shoots him as he's burning the town down. I think I've seen both, but I don't remember. I've seen them both. The same movie. I love them. I like. I remember liking both of them. So here's that girl. I, I, lo- I love his westerns. I think Clint Eastwood's westerns are great. Outlaw Josie Wells was awesome. Probably watched that for the first time. Oh, really? This year. It was awesome. Yeah, that was... yeah I, had ne- I had never watched it. I've never sat down to watch it. Probably I watched my... all of his old movies. It's probably my second favorite western his after uh, Unforgiven. Yeah, yeah no, it, it, I really liked a lot. I, I, I decided to watch old Clint Eastwood movies. I watched all the Dirty Harry movies. I watched Outlaw Josie Wells. I watched Blood Work, which was not very good. <laughs> Uh, no, blood work. It wasn't blood work. I'm sorry. True crime. Or, oh yeah. yeah, true crime. That one's kind of silly. Blood work is great because Jeff Daniels is in it. Jeff Daniels is the bad guy. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Blood work. Does he shoot him on a boat? Something like that. And then Clint <laughs> like a little catamaran. Keep his, doesn't keep his shirt on in in True Blood. And he's or, 76 or, in those movies. <laughs> yeah, he's so ugly. It's so gross. It's like a melted man. I just realized he's probably literally 76 in Bloodwork because that movie's like 2000. So, yeah. Yeah, I think Bloodwork's 2002 because I remember working the theater when it came out. So. Uh, I'm 76. I want to show you my nipples. They're at your knees, Clint. We don't need to to see that. I mean, you're you're good for you. You're in good shape, but you're still saggy. 
Like you still look like a melted candle. I'm sorry. Him and him and Snoop Dogg must have the most consistent diet ever, because I've known who they both are my entire life, and I've, they've never gained an ounce. Yeah. <laughs> and they couldn't have different, more different lifestyles. Those two men. Like, <laughs> what, what if it's all it's like Snoop Dogg's all scam? Like he never <laughs> smokes. He's very health conscious. I drink green tea. <laughs> I don't smoke the herb. I put it in boiling hot water. Are you recording this? No. All right. So, um, yeah, I drink a lot of green tea, avocado toast. um. Have you ever heard of the dietary, uh, (laughs) vitamin D dietary? um, Or is this like, you know what helps? Scientology. Oh, no. L. Ron Hubbard is is keeping me skinny. Can I talk about the Jews? What? You own all the banks. What? Oh, this uh, this episode. Double the GZ. Double the Jew. This episode reminds me of my one of my favorite MST three MST three K episodes, though Soul Taker. She's running around the hospital. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yes, you're right. Only it goes nowhere. Right. Like that movie, Soul Taker, Much actually like has more Soul of a plot. Taker, yeah. Soul Taker has more of a plot. Plus, it has an Estevez. This is true. It does have an Estevez. It does have a plot. Has a hot, hot lead who wrote it. She's smart. She's a good actress. She writes her own stuff because no one would hire her. <laughs> hey. Because she wasn't very good at I'm, anything. And I'm glad she did all of that. And I begrudge exactly. her nothing because I love that movie. <laughs> we have a wonderful MST3K episode. Yeah, it's, to she also got uh, Robert Zadar. Yes. She did a good job with uh, getting wrong. people on there. Zep was wrong, man. There's no stairway to heaven. Don't Shut you up. ever say that. Shut up. Zep's never wrong. <laughs> was there a short on that one, or was it just Soul No, Taker? no, it's just Soul Taker. It's Soul Taker's long enough to have it? Okay. They did a lot less shorts later because they chose longer movies. Yeah. Not a lot of shorts in the Mike era. In the last few seasons. I do enjoy the shorts, though. I, I, I do yeah. like their shorts. They're, they do a lot of shorts now in their live stuff. When I saw them live, they did... One of them was just shorts. It was just the whole thing with shorts. Yeah. And the other one was like a movie, Christmas movie, and then shorts are before and after it. When they you know say how much people they, love. though, they live, are you talking about the Rift Tracks guys or the Cinematic Titanic guys? Rift Tracks. I've never seen guys. the other ones. Okay. Yeah. Riff Tracks has all my favorite guys from the show. So, like, those three are right, my favorite yeah. guys. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. Oh, we should probably talk about this. But she's sister's dying. She goes in the hospital. Sister shows the main sister shows up, and then she's Did like, you "You're gonna be a famous sense? opera singer. Everyone knows. I can. I and the rest of the world who's not from Italian." Can name one opera singer. Well, we'll see if we can do it at the same time. One, two, three. Pavarotti. Pavarotti. Yeah, that's it. That's the one. Yeah. That's the, that's the one opera singer we all know. And that Is name it. Yeah, he just died, I think. Didn't uh, he die? Oh, within uh, the last like two years. Aaron Carter died today. Oh, no. <laughs> Remember that guy from the Ots? <laughs> Yo, he's been going insane lately. Did he kill himself? No, I don't know. I just said he was found dead this morning, so. He, he died the, in, oh, the, uh, wow, Pavarotti streets. died back in 2007. Are you shitting me? Is that no, yeah. I, 
Holy shit. So I'm thinking I confused him with someone else, obviously, but Aaron Carter, I didn't know, died. Yeah, well, he just died. That's brand new. That's that's brand new. Dead at 34. Hot off the presses. Hot yeah. off the presses. He started going insane in the last, like, year, I want to say. Now, are you thinking Machine Gun Kelly? No, no. It's the same person. No, no. He, he's, he has a bunch of videos and posts that. about how talented he is and, like, how everyone's just jealous. I'm like, I, you made music 20 years ago. I didn't, I forgot you existed. So he was basically pretending to be Corey Feldman. He was found in his bathtub. Corey Feldman does it in, like, the most amusing, crazy way. Aaron Carter's is obnoxious. Right. Homicide detectives have been dispatched to the scene. Uh-oh, homicide. Maybe maybe he did commit suicide. Nobody gets found dead in the bathtub unless you're fucking the Doors lead singer. <laughs> I think that's it. Um, Aaron Carter. Anyone crazy anyone lately. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anybody is... that dies in a bathtub is a suicide. This is the shit I'm talking about. He, this is what he's been doing lately. Or, well, or was doing. <laughs> Ew. Yeah, he, he turned into See, one of these guys. That's he has a big side face tattoo. Look at that. It looks like he has some kind of skin disease. Wow. How sad. But he did a bunch of interviews there where he's talking about like how everyone's jealous of him. That's and sad. Yeah. Delusional. Dude just yeah. Anyway, I didn't know he died. Interesting. Yeah, it's bringing up uh, you know, let you know the pop culture still rings supreme on this show. So she goes and she sings. She sees her she goes to her own concert and still buys a ticket <laughs> even though it's clearly twenty five dollars. $25 ticket. $25? But the, they, they waste so much time because it's just it's just there to fill time because she's like, can I just buy one ticket? She's like, well, I have two for sale, but yeah, I guess that'll be fine. I'm like, why are we watching this? <laughs> like, buy the ticket already. Holy shit. They had, uh, this must have been a, t- a time pattern. And she goes inside and sees herself. And then she comes back because her sister's dying, and she gets there just in well, time, right? The, uh, there was that one moment where the because you can tell. Well, I the only thing that I liked about this episode was the moment where the door opens. This and there's nobody there, and the the girl that's the singer seeing herself from the past into the future. I think is like knowingly she says, "No, leave it open." She doesn't say anything. It makes me wonder, and it made me think of a different movie where she, I wish she was like, this is the day. And she realizes this is the day she watches herself. Yeah. Like that's, I think what I mean. that'd be, that's what I like about time travel stuff is if she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. this is the time I spy to myself. Yeah. No, she she she, she acknowledges that, I think, yeah. because she says, leave it, leave it open. Yeah. And that's that's the only thing I liked about this episode yep. was that, that like acknowledgement. I was like, oh, that's kind of neat, because you kind of put two and two together. But what would have been great is if she would have said, "You killed your sister." Blows <laughs> her head off. <laughs> she just went insane. She was fucking crazy. She doesn't Dang. look happy. I don't know why this. She no, she looks fucking not. miserable. Yeah, she does, and her sister's there. Her older sister, or whatever that sister that lives, which I didn't recognize at first. I was like, is that is that her sister? I don't remember. I thought that was the mother. Just the mother's dead. 
Who's that? The mother didn't make it to 1986. There's a third sister? Well, yeah. That's her in the room. I didn't know there was a third sister. Because she said, I'm her sister. And then and then she says, oh, I, I have a name. My name's on there, too. Yeah, yeah, your name's in there. Come on back here. So the actress, the opera star, knew to put her own name on there. So that was why she comes in, in the first place. Which makes no sense because if she's just forget it. Why am I? Why am I? I thought you were saying this woman right here is the third sister. Yeah, it's the third sister. Okay, so you are. Yeah. No. Yeah, I am. Because okay. she says she's her sister. Because she they look at the she looks at the the picture and then when she goes back to the hospital she gets that that uh, medallion. It's hard to believe that so much time has gone by. Yeah. Rosemary. Rosemary. And she runs back. Rosemarie, hurry up or you're going to be tucked in at a time frame. I guess, and maybe. I don't know because it doesn't make any sense anyway. Whatever. It's kind of a remake of a, an original episode. But that one, yeah, there's an original episode. A world of different, which one is that? Um, is it opera related? No, it's actor related. He goes back and sees... Okay. Sees his old life and realizes it was kind of shitty. But it's like people telling him to stop living in the past. I don't know. It's kind of loosely you mean related. Every but... other Twilight Zone episode from the 50s. Yeah. Where a guy goes back in time to see his childhood and reminisce or go somewhere that doesn't exist. That this one starts with a guy made. watching out the window as his wife gets banged by the pool guy. And he's like, Ooh. or about to get banged. This is a, and he's like, this is uh, a new episode? And he goes back in time to see his first wife, and he goes to the bar, and then the, they, they pretend like they're all actors, because he's an actor, and they're, like, playing their roles, and they're like, why don't you get out, like, oh. they're shitty to him, just to make him not, to, to get out of that funk That's and stop living right. the past. I like yes, that episode. Yes, I remember now, yes, and they do it on purpose. Yeah, just like, because live your life, dude. Because they want time. Yeah. They know he's, he, they know what's going on, they're trying to save him, so that's why they're cruel to him. And then you get the opposite one with that in, night gallery episode we yeah. watched where the they're closing they're tearing, down, tearing down Tim Riley's bar. The, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one he gets where stuck the original, there. But then the original the original uh, <laughs> the original version was so fucking sad and pathetic that they said, uh, Rod, maybe we want to change that ending to a little upbeat happiness, huh? Let's give this guy something. He's fucking gonna blow his brains out at the end of this episode. <laughs> and so's half the audience. So we need to um, kind of, you know, jazz it up a bit, if you don't mind. And Rob's like, I don't give a shit about this show. I'll be dead in five years when I fucking hear. We're done with this, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm done. It's we stupid. It's a stupid. What does it have? This episode sucks. It's, it's hard to rate because it has a seven on IMDb, but I think it's mostly shadow play. I would give this one a oh, yeah. four. I agree. Four all the way. Four all the way. But I'm not going to lower my overall score because I really did enjoy the, the remake of Shadowplay, which is saying a lot well, because good. I was prejudging it because it's a remake of my favorite episode. But it was, right. it was solid. I liked it. Here's uh, the outro, though. To live life fully, one should hear the melody the world makes. Pity those who stumble through their years without ever hearing the song. The greatest gift we can bestow on those we love is to help them hear it. One life ends, another begins, but the song of life fills the universe, even into the last, highest, darkened balcony row. 
in the Twilight Zone. That is a long way to go for this segment. Man. That's a long way to go. She's an opera singer now in the Twilight yeah. Zone. All right, bye. The life of a woman who was already pursuing it earlier in the episode. Yeah. But she just stuck with it, and she did pretty good for herself. So she... never give up. Watch as a woman like, continues to do the thing she's already doing and then keeps doing it after her sister dies and has no impact in what she's currently doing. Not at all. So why do we have to go back into... Why do we break the laws of physics to send her back in time to see herself sing in an opera where she's going to end up being there anyway with her own... Uh, based on her own talent and merit. Her sister was given the option from the devil. Live... <laughs> Or you can show your sister what she would be like if she was a pathetic opera singer and die. I'm going to do that. <laughs> I'm that stupid. Oh, devil, what are you doing here? Get out of my house. Oh, give me cannoli. <laughs> I'll give him my soul for a good cannoli. I, the devil would have me thinking if he showed up and was like, hey, free cannolis. Hey, Bart. <laughs> <laughs> Flanders? So he's the one you least suspect. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Let's get out of here. Uh, I guess, yeah, this one. Until Thanks. next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Tick to cut. So long, citizens. Bye-bye. Grace, no. Night. Oh, we're done with this podcast. Grace, no. Grace under fire, no. I'm Grace under fire. Is that your Rhett Butler impression? <laughs> <laughs> My Brett Butler impression. <laughs>